0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to the Just Keep Swimming podcast with your host Ayana Marriott. Hey y'all! I hope everyone is doing well. On this Sunday, I'm recording this on Sunday, Sunday late morning. Um, but whenever you're watching this, I hope you are having a good morning. Afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. I hope you're having a good one and you've been having a good past few days, everything like that. I always struggle with how to begin these. And like I know I could have something like very concrete that's like consistent. Um but I kind of just like to let it flow as you can see, but I always kind of start off with, you know, welcome back. I hope y'all are doing good, you know but mainly I just like to let it flow. But anywho, today, if you can tell by the title of this episode, it is going to be the importance of the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle. And this one, I, this was one of the first ones that I put down on my list because it's very important to me. Um, It's always been important to me, but it really didn't start until I was in high school when I was in a selective program where I took half of my classes at the zoo, the Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium. Um, Shout out to my friends, if you're listening, that I went through Zoo Academy with. Oh, I wish I could go back. It was such a fun time in my life. It was so rewarding, and I learned so much, and I met so many great people that I still talk to till this day, whether they have been an aquarist at the aquarium that I shadowed under or, you know, that I shadowed or a professor, you know, that does research and stuff. So I got a, re- a lot of really good opportunities that have lasted me, you know, and relationships that have lasted me a lifetime through that program. So that's kind of where the birth of me really getting educated on the planet you know, whether it be talking about like fisheries and like the meat and dairy industries or talking about recycling and, um, you know, research and stuff like that. I just got to learn a lot of really cool stuff there. And I got to educate the public on a lot of things through these projects that we would do and research that we would conduct. So it's, it's one that I really like. Um, but yeah, those, those, those three R's. So, um, they're so important no matter where you live, reducing your, you know, plastic usage, your waste, um, reducing, reusing, and recycling. And I, I want to say the biggest one for me is reducing and reusing because not a lot of people are fortunate and just, they don't have that access, like that privilege, that luxury, you know, it, people don't realize how like some people just don't have access to a recycling center or even to be educated on how to recycle and why to recycle and what to recycle, you know, like a lot of people unfortunately don't have that education, whether it's through your school, let's say your church, your, your job or your, your neighborhood, like a lot of people just don't know And I, it, it's crazy to think that some people don't know, especially for people that live in coastal communities near rivers, especially our oceans. A lot of people don't realize how important our oceans are to not only us as humans, but to our animals, you know, our air quality, like people just don't realize that like we get more of the oxygen from our oceans than we do trees, y'all. People don't realize that. And again, some people, again, it's just a thing you just don't know. You're not educated on it. And that's okay. Um, it's truly okay. Um, but we get over 70% of our oxygen from the Earth, um, from our um, the Earth's oceans. And a lot of the processes that go on in our oceans um, through plants and animals, you know, underneath that water, that it's... If we don't have our oceans, you guys, you know, we don't have the sharks that inhabit them that keep the health of our oceans good. The sea turtles, you know... All of those fish, that aquatic wildlife, we don't have an earth. We don't have air. We don't have life. So our oceans are so, 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 so important because they provide so many natural resources to us, which is why it's important to protect them. So a great way, even if you don't live near the ocean, near a river, near any body, large mass body of water, it's still important to educate yourself if you are wanting to to know how to protect our oceans by recycling. And I don't want to just make this be about oceans. I know I'm a marine scientist, so, like, I I often think of that. But, you know, our rainforests, like, most of the plastics that take so long to, you know, like, like a lot of them aren't biodegradable. That's the word I was looking for. Um, So that's why it's so important to just reduce your your, your, your plastic usage, your waste, reuse a lot of items, whether that be a glass jar that you want to reuse, or you go to the grocery store and you use a bag, like a reusable bag that you got, and you never use plastic bags ever again. That's me. If anyone knows me, I am constantly, I have so many in my car and on me at all times, my reusable bags, because I refuse to use a plastic bag. And that's why I love where California is at you know, they are, for certain things, they are so, you know, they're very environmentally conscious and environmental, environmentally friendly. And it's so important that, you know, I love to see that they truly care about the, their oceans over there. Because I know for a plastic bag, if you want to use it at the grocery store, it costs you money. And I also know um, something implemented here in South Carolina, specifically in North Myrtle Beach. I know COVID kind of delayed it, but it was passed, you know, it was a bill and passed into law, they don't do plastic bags up there. So I love going to that Walmart up there because they still provide you bags for free, but they're a material that is much more environmentally conscious, you know, intended, you know, to help our earth and help save our oceans, especially since North Myrtle Beach is a coastal community. South Carolina, if you live anywhere along the Grand Strand or anywhere along the beach, anything like that. I think it's so important to really educate yourself or find someone, you know, a recycling center, things like that. Um, because I do believe that recycling, it's great, but it's kind of just putting a band aid on the situation and I'll kind of get into that, but I kind of wanted to just like dissect the three R's, but I'm kind of going all over the place. Shocker. Um, but I would just say, First, with reduce, just try and reduce your 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 plastic utilization, consumption, you know. You take a straw with you if you are going out to eat and you despise drinking touching your lips to the cup or you just you prefer a straw. You're drinking an iced coffee and you, you go to Starbucks. I love Starbucks is one of the companies I love. They don't use the plastic straws anymore. Most locations, I think by 2020 for 2025 or in 2024, which is crazy. I literally forget. Um, pardon any background sounds you were hearing right now. Um, but if, you know, that's a lifestyle that like, you don't want to like, you don't want to sacrifice that you not being able to use a straw. There are so many reusable ones, so many out there. Amazon. Amazon, I swear, is my happy place for anything. If I don't want to leave the house or I'm like, you know, I'd rather just order it online. I know the size. I know what the color is, what I want. I read the reviews. There's so many straws you can use online. And plastic straws end up in our ocean. They don't break down. I see them in sea turtles. Noses, their nostrils getting entangled. I see so many animals. Seahorses get wrapped up in them. The list goes on. And not just ocean, marine life but in general straws are just not good for the environment they're not but for companies they're very cheap and easy to manufacture which is why plastic production is such a big issue because companies it's just the cheapest thing you can put something in it's quick it's easy it's cheap that's the main thing because it all comes down to money at the end of the day and plastic is cheap to manufacture and produce so yeah Um, I really, I really try to avoid straws when I can. Now, if I see a friend using a plastic straw or if I'm using one, am I going to belittle them and shame them and disrespect them? No, we all, we're humans. Like it's going to happen in our day-to-day lives. You're going to make a mistake. And again, a lot of people just simply don't know about that. Like some people, let's say where I'm originally from in Nebraska, if they were like, oh, I'm not going to use plastic straws anymore. I'm not going to use plastic bags anymore. Some people might look at them and be like, why? We're not anywhere near the beach. It ain't getting there. Alls are it could, believe it or not. It really could. Um, and I do kind of want to highlight, there's one thing that I hated that my hometown, the, um, at University of Nebraska, Lincoln, the Cornhuskers, for every football game, you would get a, you would get a red foot, red balloon with an N on it. And you would release it after the first touchdown and you would just see them all, you know, out of the stadium, just soaring through the sky. And I would do it when I was little. I grew up, you know, my, my family, they'd get season tickets or we'd, you know, for basketball, volleyball. We went to all the Cornhusker events <laughs> and all the sporting events. And looking back, I'm like, wow, like it, it gives me chills and makes me honestly sick to my stomach that, I think they finally stopped it. They got enough petitions and things and laws to get for that because balloons are so bad. The amount of beach cleanups I've done in my career and I've found so many balloons, oh, it makes me sick. And seeing in articles and news articles, marine life and animals getting stuck in balloons and it just tangles everything up and it's so, I'm not a fan. So I know that doesn't really have anything to do with reduce, but I mean, there's so many other ways you can celebrate without using a balloon. And if you are going to use the balloon, just make sure it's being disposed of properly. But again, once you put it up into the the air, the sky, the earth, it's, it's, it's going to be floating somewhere. And I want to say they found a Nebraska Cornhusker balloon, like on the East Coast, like that's how far it somehow traveled. There was some balloon that was nowhere near a coastal community and it was found on some, like near the ocean. So that's when I was like wow that really has an impact. Like that really leaves a trace. So that one's a big one. Um, But my main daily things I would say I I don't use plastic straws when I can. I don't use plastic bags at the grocery store. Um, I love grocery stores like Aldi. One of my favorite companies. I love going there for groceries. They have really affordable produce and meat and things like that. And just it's just so fun to go in there. I don't know if you've never shopped at Aldi, definitely go if you have one in your area, but I don't want to get off too off track, which I probably already have. I apologize. I'm trying to stay on topic. Um, I mean, I know I'm staying on topic. I'm talking about, you know, litter waste, but you know, I'm trying to keep it, you know, reduce right now. But Aldi, I love. They don't have grocery bags. Costco, Sam's Club, like stuff like that. Like that should be done nationwide. We have such a plastic pollution issue. I mean, global waste issue. That's the least we could do for our earth, for, for our mother earth. Like it really is the least we could do. But, you know, I think all the money companies would save. Again, I know plastic bags are probably so cheap per, I can't even imagine it's how much per bag it costs. Probably nothing, but just think of all the money they could save in a year, not producing those plastic bags. And I know it kind of gets into like a sanitary issue. Some people might make an excuse for that, or, you know, they don't have plastic bags. Some people don't have the luxury of being able to go out and buy a reusable bag. So I, it gets a little, it gets a little tough at that, at that rate, but y'all are get y'all are getting what I'm saying. Any daily things in your life that you can do to reduce your plastic usage, it's, you know, reduce your carbon footprint. That's a great way. It's a great start. And you got to start somewhere, you know, no matter, like I said, no matter where you live. Um, I love where I went to Coastal Carolina university and they, um, their sustained coastal, like green team and the CCU food crew, they were always passing out free, um, like metal straws, um, reusable straws. So I have a lot of straws to this day that are from them. And I didn't, I mean, I probably paid for it maybe somewhere, I'm sure. But that's amazing that like you know if you're on a campus like that, you're at a college, maybe your neighborhood runs an event at the clubhouse like something like that it's you know it's such a blessing to be able to have access to those resources. and I know not everyone has access to those resources. so it's like I said that's a tough one as far as reducing your plastic usage. It's definitely a tough one. Um, I also know as well doing more sustainable wrapping paper. I learned about this years ago, um, I was on the exec board since freshman year for sea turtle club on campus at coastal. And we did a lot of education stuff. And I always remember us talking about like wrapping paper and stuff, especially my freshman year. And I never realized how much waste goes in to like the wrapping paper and how much like, like I was reading the stats and it was crazy. You guys, it was so crazy to me the statistics. And a lot of people are like, you know, you don't have to wrap the item. You could use some newspaper. I saw some people that had the cutest, like they used their old Trader Joe's bags and wrapped their gifts, which I thought was so wholesome and so cute. Um, so yeah, um, I actually did pull up the statistics here and I don't have like the exact article. So like, I'm not going to cite my source, but this said, Back in October 21st, 2022, 2.3 million pounds of wrapping paper ends up in a landfill every year. An easy way to cut down on paper waste is to recycle wrapping paper. So it's like they're not saying don't use wrapping paper. They're saying recycle it. You know, we're going to get to that. Recycle. That's the third R. Reduce, reuse, recycle. You know. This one says each year Americans alone use 4.6 million pounds of wrapping paper to the tune of 7 billion dollars. Half of that number ends up in a landfill. Ain't that crazy, y'all? And this one says, in the United States, this was back in 2020, December 14th, 2020. Those other ones were in October of 2022. This one says, in the United States, an additional 5 million tons of waste is generated over Christmas, 4 million of which is wrapping paper and shopping bags. Like, let that sink in. Ain't that crazy, y'all? ain't that crazy? Is it not? Like it makes me sick. Like it just makes me like, it's just, it's something we do as a holiday. Like think I love gift giving. I would have never thought of that. I would have never thought of my carbon footprint being such a big footprint left behind from wrapping paper, from something so joyful and exciting around the holiday season. And again, if I wouldn't have learned that in like zoo academy or in at college with all of my, you know, opportunities there I got with conservation and sustainability, I wouldn't have known. And a lot of people out here in the United States and in the world as a whole don't know. So that's the thing, like education, it's such a big tool. It's such a great thing. So um, to finish off like reducing plastic usage um, so I covered grocery bags and plastic straws plastic grocery bags and plastic straws but I also want to hint on highlight and touch on plastic silverware plastic sandwich bags and plastic cups slash bottles those are really bad too um, and a lot of people don't realize it depends on your recycling center but a lot of them they don't allow you to recycle straws or silverware because it's a sanitary thing and it, again it depends on the recycling and what you're doing I mean, But my recycling center, like you can't, like I learned from my one really good friend. She's like the queen of green team. If she's listening to this, I'm not going to say her name, but I love her so much. She has taught me a lot of stuff that I know about recycling. And she told me, she's like, Ayana, you can't recycle a plastic straw or plastic silverware. What are you doing? And I was like, you can't? And she was like, no, you can't. And I wouldn't have known, and and she didn't, like, judge me, or, you know, I know how that tone I just described, it was probably like, why did she judge you? She didn't, I, I'm just using that, but, that voice, but she was like, no, you can't do that, and I was like, oh my gosh, I would have never knew, and, like, we had been roommates for quite some time, so I was like, dang, how did I not know? So, now I know, you know, better late than never, right? So, I really, I never use plastic sandwich bags, I actually... I actually bought at tj maxx i wish i could shout out the brand um they make reusable like tupperwares you know i always use tupperwares also um they use tupperwares and they have sandwich bags that are reusable and they're they're so nice and they're really heavy duty You can get them at like World Market too or on their website, but Walmart's got them. Target's got them. I got mine because it was cheap at TJ Maxx. I was just looking in the kitchen aisle one time and I was like, ooh, I want this because I was packing a lunch for my internship that summer. So that was really nice. Um, So yeah, grocery bags, straws, silverware, cups slash bottles, you know, water bottles are such a big one too. Oh my gosh. Like I said, the pictures I've seen of plastic getting in the wild with our wildlife, whether it's ocean in our forests, in our deserts. It's just, it's so sad to see. And if we in our daily lives can make an effort to try and decrease, reduce that plastic usage, it's a win in my eyes. So definitely just try and be conscious of that, y'all. You know, if you can, no matter where you live, just try to I know sometimes people don't have the money to set aside to buy like a reusable grocery bag or they just have a bigger family and there's no way they're going to be able to have that many reusable bags. That's a different story, but you know, I think y'all get what I mean. So that is the reduce aspect. Now I want to get into, um, reuse. That's, it kind of ties in with reduce. And I also forgot to give a statistic from when I do beach cleanups, um, bottle caps you find on the beach all the time from plastic bottles, but studies show that cigarette butts are actually the most common marine litter found on beaches, believe it or not. Um, I'm sure new studies are going to come out for the end of 2023 and just a recap. Um, but when I've done research back in November of 2023, that was still the top, um, marine litter that was most commonly found in um, on our beaches and I actually learned that my freshman year of college too in one of my marine science labs so crazy to think that that statistic is still thriving which is an awful thing to say but it is unfortunately so we talked about reduce now we're going to talk about reuse reuse I love because a lot of people see the stuff I'm reusing and they're like well, Anna, what are you doing Um, I make all my seashell jars out of past glass jars that I've had. So I have the cutest seashell jar on my dresser in my bedroom. You would never know it was from a tomato sauce jar. I have gifted a lot of those seashell jars. I love making them. I've given them to my cousins, my really good friends for birthdays, for Christmas. I love gifting them to people as like a housewarming gift. The list goes on. I love making stuff like that. One, it doesn't cost you anything. I mean you paid for that glass and you used it for some pickle, you know, you bought pickles or an Alfredo sauce or a marinara sauce or a salsa, but like think what you can repurpose that jar and do with it. You know? Okay, if you're going to recycle it, okay, but what if you're going to just throw it away or burn it? Like at least try and repurpose it, you know? So, if it's sanitary, obviously. And again, everyone has different needs and stuff, so it's that's kind of hard as far as the reuse. Again, like depending on your financial standing, your geographical standing. There's so many components that go into this whole podcast episode that I'm talking about, reduce, reuse, and recycle. So for me, I would say the seashell jars is a big one. I have a lot of jars. I actually got this lemon juice that was really good. Um, that was all natural organic. And I just wanted to try the brand cause I just didn't feel like at that time I didn't have a lemon squeezer. That's probably my, one of my favorite gifts I got for Christmas, I got a lemon squeezer so I can have my lemon water in the mornings. Um, it's so easy to, you know, cut the lemons up, roll them out, you know, and cut them and squeeze them in the thing. And then you don't got to worry about the seeds. It's a nice luxury for sure. It's definitely an investment, but if you, if you use lemons on the daily, like I do, it's, it's a good one for sure. Um, so, you know, reusing that jar that I got that lemon juice in. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to put seashells in it or something. I'm going to find something to repurpose it because it's just such a beautiful jar. And I paid a, I paid a good pretty penny for that lemon juice. So you know what I mean? Like it really kind of just depends if like, I kind of have like, no, it's not like a hoarder tendency or like, is that what they call it? I really shouldn't be saying stuff if I don't even know what I'm saying, but it, it came right out my mouth. So I'm pretty sure hoarding like, yeah, you're a hoarder. Like, Some people just like to hang on to those things. I don't consider it hoarding. I just consider it being, you know, resourceful, sustainable, and reusing it, repurposing it. A lot of people will take their old candle jars and make it into a pot for a plant. Ain't that crazy? Like, just stuff like that. Like, I could look up and make a whole list, but I kind of just wanted this to just flow and come to mind of what I do and what I reuse. Um, you know, I've reused soap dispensers before, like the little, um... Your little bottles of soap that you get, whether they're like gel or foaming from um the store. I love Mrs. Myers, Miss Myers. Um, I buy their hand soaps and they're literally the prettiest bottle ever. And there's just some stuff like that. I'm just so scared I don't want to throw it away, you know? Like it's so pretty. And I spent a good many money on it. I'm like, how can I reuse this? You know, what can I reuse it for? Um and things like reuse, let's say like a lot of people don't realize this with pumpkins. There's a lot of environmental stuff with pumpkins, as far as how you dispose of them or like trees, like a lot of zoos. I know the Omaha zoo, Omaha's Henry Dorley, Henry Dorley zoo and aquarium. Um, they have trees, um, that they will ask for donations to use for enrichment, environmental enrichment for the animals. So I think that's pretty cool. I I think that's awesome. Actually, you know, before, instead of just throwing it away, if you can compost or, toss a pumpkin out you know like just the options are really endless and a lot of animals will eat that stuff so if you have a garden like a lot of stuff like that if you have a garden or something like that like the options really are endless there's a lot of different things you can do with reusing stuff instead of just throwing it away so not just plastics you know I kind of got a little off track but plastics, glass, everything like that, you can reuse a lot of that before you decide to recycle it or throw it away. Okay. That's pretty much all I'm going to say on that one. Cause I want to get to this last bit, recycle, recycle. So recycling, it's so important. No matter where you live, it is very important. And I know a lot of people might disagree on this, but I'm going to, from the research that I've done, and the education that I know, I'm, I'm just speaking on this. Again, recycling is definitely like, I say it's a privilege because a lot of people don't have access to a recycling center or they have to pay extra to have their recycling bin be picked up. And a lot of times, I don't even know where that recycling ends up when that truck takes it off. It could be ending up in China in some landfill. I really don't know. But for me, in my heart, it feels good that I'm making an effort and it, some of that might get recycled. It's better than it getting thrown away. You know, they're sorting it, they're cleaning it, the organ, you know, when they take it off to wherever they're taking it to, I have the luxury and the privilege of having a recycling center right down the street from me. I could bike ride there with the bag if I wanted to. And especially around the holidays, you're moving, like you, there's so much cardboard and boxes that you could either reuse. Like there's so many boxes we have in our storage unit from stuff that we're like, oh, that's a great moving box. We're saving that. Why would we recycle it or throw it away? You know, like we already bought that item. We might as well repurpose it and use it as a box for moving, no matter how big or small it may seem, you know? So that's also a reuse right there. That's the second R, reuse. That's a way you can reuse um, your waste. But Recycling is a great thing if you can do it and you have access to it and you're financially able to, you're geographically able to, please recycle. No matter where you live, please recycle. It's so important. Now I did say, although I love to recycle, it does put a bandaid on the situation. And I'm going to tell you all why. Because it the it is literally a crisis. It is a global plastic pollution crisis, what we have going on right now. It's It's awful. And choosing not to utilize plastics, that's a great step forward in the right direction for America and the rest of the world's plastic production and usage. It's a great thing. Now, I know it's really hard for companies. I don't think it's ever going to happen if I'm being completely honest. It's dirt cheap to produce, which is why we have so much of it. So when something's cheap, when money's involved, I don't really think there's going to be any way around it, unfortunately. Um, But with the recycling, not only does it begin with us, but it also, at the end of the day, please register to vote. Vote and pressure lawmakers to make a change on how we are producing and using plastics. That is really, I feel, the only way that's going to help us with the evil root of plastic production, which is money. It's cheap. It all begins with the companies and manufacturers that are producing that plastic for us to then utilize. Those plastic straws, when you go to Chipotle and you use that black plastic fork that everyone knows and loves. I love using it. Don't get me wrong. I could take it home and wash it and reuse it another time. Or I could just use a nice fork that I have in my drawer at home. You know, and again, I know some people might disagree on this. This is just kind of my take. What I've learned through high school, college, with all of my sustainable you know conservation and research efforts. I've held a ton of events in public and on campus to students, the public, faculty, staff. Back in Omaha at the zoo, you know I have a lot of experience with this, and a lot of research has been done. So, I, I trust my word for sure. Um, and again, it's just everyone's going to have their own opinion, and that's that's perfectly fine. That's how it is. But this is my opinion, so. You know, I hope someone can take away something from this today. As y'all know that every episode, that is my goal is for you to take something away from the episode. Maybe it's something that you knew before, but are re-remembering that. You're like, ooh, I remember that. I'm I'm glad I listened to this little bit. Even if you didn't watch the whole thing today, you know? So, yeah. Like I said, plastic, it's super cheap. It's easy for manufacturers to produce. And that's why it's our job as individuals on this earth we only get so long on this earth. So when you're on this earth, let's treat our planet earth like we love it. And if we can avoid single use plastics as much as we can, that's great. I love that. Reduce your plastic usage, reuse your plastic, reuse your glass, reuse your cardboard boxes and recycle it if you're able. Again, I, like I said, recycling, that's such a tough One, But if you are able to recycle it, please do. Mother Nature, she will thank you. And even though these small changes in your daily life, your weekly life, yearly life, monthly, you know, it may seem like such a small change. But those small changes nationwide, worldwide, from all of us adds up. It really does add up. Like, if you don't, if you can't use, like, if it's better off, don't use it. Like, if you can just avoid not using the plastic, don't even use it. Like I said, that's why I love companies like Starbucks, that they don't even do the straws anymore. It's upon request, usually, depending on the location and the area, the region. But I love that, because I love those, I, I like the little sippy cup lids. So, yeah, thankfully, like I said, I'm very blessed that I have all of this knowledge about recycling, reducing, reusing, and recycling. The importance of these three R's. I also live, you know, very close to a recycling center that I really trust. And I know the employees at the recycling center. I'm probably going to go there forever, to be honest with you. You know, as long as I'm living in this area of South Carolina, I'm going to stay going. So, um, you know, it's important to acknowledge all this stuff around the holidays and stuff, but don't, it's so important to also year round, your day to day life, don't forget about it, you know, oh, new year, new me, I'm going to start recycling, or I'm going to find a local recycling center, or I'm going to just really try and watch my plastic usage, or around the holiday season, you don't want to do, you know, natural, you want to try and do some more sustainable wrapping paper, no, this should be a daily thing, it should be a daily thing, it's so important, And it's so, it's just so important for me for all of the marine life that I've seen struggle and die from plastic production and plastic usage by us in the United States. So it's just, it really hits home for me and it's so important for me, but I've done a lot of, like, like I said, my experience with conservation research and sustainability in regards to especially plastic usage that started in high school for me, my junior year so my juniors and my junior and senior years of high school. And then it really kicked off in college. So if you know me and what I was involved with in college, it'll make sense. But I don't really want to dive too much into that right now. That could definitely be like another episode because I plan to do something like that. But um, I hope for all my headphone users, the audio was okay today. I hope I wasn't hurting your ears. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening That's pretty much all I have right now on those three R's. All I got for y'all today, you know, reduce, reuse, and recycle. And again, it's a privilege. So if you have the privilege to do it and you have the opportunity and, you know, you, the geographic, where you geographically live and your finances, if you're able to do it, just please do it. It will really help us. And like I said, the main thing we need to pressure these lawmakers to make a change. That's the only way. Because um, unfortunately, the production is the evil part. That's like the that's the evil root of it all. Is just the production. Because you can only do so much recycling. Like I said, to me, it puts a bandaid on the situation. Band aids are great, but you're gonna have to remove that band aid and add a new one. And then after so long, it's like, uh oh, you know. So yeah. But thank you guys so much for watching. I'm gonna end it here. I don't want to keep talking about. I could talk about this for hours to lawmakers professors. I mean, I have, shoot, I I definitely have in classes, but thank you guys so much. I really hope you took something away from today. Um, I hope you learned something new. I hope there was something that reminded you of something that you had learned in the past that you're going to implement into your daily life or maybe educate someone else, you know, you know, maybe you're, you're a family member. You're going to let them know, Hey, did you know this? You know, did you, did you know, like, did you know that type thing? And I forgot to put this in and I want to say it because y'all know my love for sea turtles. The thing I hate and it just makes me sick is plastic bags in the water. I saw a photo one time in a research article, a jellyfish and a plastic bag look identical, identical with the sea turtles eyesight and the way they're in the water like that, whether you have the light shining in from the top of the sky, you know, up at the above, you got the You got the the bubbles, you got an animal moving through, you know, you're, you're hunting for prey. Sea turtles mistaken jellyfish for plastic. They mistaken plastic bags for jellyfish all the time. It's so sad. And I've seen a lot of pictures. It's really sad. Um, and it's so sad to think that I'm going to a Walmart here in Myrtle beach, right by the ocean. I could walk there and I'm using a plastic bag. I, I mean, I don't, but like to think I could have been you know, and if you can educate someone and, you know, a lot of people love sea turtles. And if you were to tell them that, I know it would hurt their heart. It hurts mine. Um, is that the main reason I don't use plastic bags? No, but it's definitely, it's a, it's a contributor for sure. I I love sea turtles. Those are my favorite animal. I love them so much. If you know me, you know how much I love it. <laughs> so yeah, just crazy stuff like that is kind of what keeps me going and, just even though it might just be me in my day-to-day life, you know, I really, all my friends and family around me, I influence them and help them make better decisions for the environment. So that makes me happy. But thank you guys so much for watching. Oh my gosh, not watching, listening. This is a pretty long one. Um, If you've made it this far, thank you so much. I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to me in my recording today and, you know, hearing me out You know, if you learned something great, if you didn't great, I hope you at least enjoyed your time with me. Um, yeah. So again, like I said, that's my main motive for you to take something away. I hope you took something away from this. I know I was supposed to end this probably like five minutes ago. I probably said those exact words. I apologize, but y'all know me. Y'all know me. So thank you guys so much. Seriously. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you. If you're new here, welcome. I have some other episodes if you want to go check them out. Um, And if this is your, you know, you've been watching every episode from start to finish. Thank you. Not watching. Lord, if you've been listening, thank you. And I really appreciate you guys. And as always, through the highs and lows in life, taking, you know, life day by day, always remember um, to just keep swimming and you'll get through it. Thank you guys so much, and I will see y'all in the next one. Bye, guys.